found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. everybody and welcome uh, to a new week here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself take you to uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon as we do each and every Monday through Friday. Noon until 2, local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 2822 East 29th and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Coming up on the program today, our number one, Scott Dockerman from The Athletic is going to be here. We'll talk Big Ten, we'll talk Iowa with uh, Scott Dockerman. 12.45, uh, Dave Raymond, who is the television voice of the Texas Rangers. What? <laughs> yes, yes. Now, on the surface, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, oh, well, who the hell cares about the Texas Rangers? This isn't a guest for guest sakes. There's a method to my madness here, Trent. I knew exactly where you were going well, when you that's, did it. That's, I appreciate that. Yes. Cole Hamels, you Darvish last year, Dave watched every single one of their starts, and they're both wearing Cubs uniforms. Well, Darvish isn't. Well, kind of he is in the, as he stands in <laughs> right, the... Uh, yes. uh, yeah, a lot of shots of him last crew. night. Yeah, him and Chris Bryant. Yeah. Um, but Cole Hamels will make his first start on Sunday. They're in Pittsburgh, right? I think they go to Pittsburgh. Pretty sure. Pittsburgh, they're off tonight, but Tuesday, Wednesday in Pitt. Uh, Cole Hamels will start on, uh, on on Wednesday. So I want to have Dave Raymond on. A, he's a good guy. B, he's a really good broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Pick his brain on some aspects of the American League, although none of the American League teams in our market are moving the needle as far as postseason-wise. Hutcher Twins had a chance this weekend to do some damage. I mean, they had the Red Sox. They did. They played a pretty tough trip, but just they're just not as good, right? But yeah, they played well. They did. They played well, mm-hmm. and there were opportunities going to Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Ball out to center field. Yeah, Byron Buxton is healthy and playing. He, he makes, makes that, that play. Catch. Speaking of center field, yesterday afternoon, conversely, a guy who is healthy yes. <laughs> made the play. Um, it was look at it was there. Boston is elite. The Red Sox are elite. But the the pieces are sold off, and they'll continue being sold off. Not just here till tomorrow. No, all throughout the month of August. But August well. too. And yeah. does it seem? And maybe this is just my perception, but there's a lot more impact deals, if you will, that happened in August than did 15, 20 years ago? I would think, yeah, seemingly. Now, you know, because well, you know what I've noticed about this particular trade deadline? More deals are happening prior to the 31st, seemingly, than mm-hmm. other years. Um, teams are wanting to, you know, get their guy and they're get Look, they know they're going to make a trade. Why wait till the end of the month of July right. to do it? You know, get them before the All-Star break or right out of the All-Star break, as the Dodgers did with Machado, et cetera. So, um, yeah, it's too bad. Your Twins looked at a great year last year. A lot of expectations around this team this year, uh, but uh, weren't, are, are not going to be able to get there. So, anyways, Dave Raymond's going to be here at 1245. If you're a Cubs fan, uh, we're going to get a scouting report on Cole Hamels from a guy who watched every single one of his starts this year uh, from the press box, Dave Raymond, at 1245. Uh, today begins our first of, now are these every day throughout the month of August? Yes, this will lead us all the way through, I believe the 24th. Is the last day and then becomes a weekly segment. And what yes. we're referring to, if you're a Chiefs fan, 
And, of course, the Chiefs do play here on 1700 KBGG, all home and away games this year. The voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins us daily, mm-hmm. 110-ish. Right, right in that area. And it'll be sometimes five-minute conversation. Sometimes we'll extend it out a little bit more. He sends along a little clip after talking with the guy today. We'll hear from Pat Mahomes. You will like that. Oh, we will. So we'll get a little So right snippet. out of the shoot, he's playing the quarterback he's card. Playing the hits. Why not hit the ground running, right? Yes. And uh, we're starting big today, so Pat Mahomes will be here uh, with, well, an audio clip of Pat Mahomes with Mitch Holtis at about 110. And that'll be going on throughout this month. Over the next four weeks, we'll get training camp reports. And uh, it's it's football season. Yeah, Ken. well, Thursday night, we have football. Yeah. Let the bells ring out and the proverbial banners fly. It's here. It's here. Uh, Thursday night, the Hall of Fame game. The Bears and the Ravens, NBC. I've already moved ahead on my DirecTV channel guide to make sure that it's actually there. And lo and behold, when I got to Thursday <laughs> at 7 o'clock on 13, there it was in all its glory. And I don't give a damn that it's exhibition season. It's football, and it's finally back. Do you know why they changed from Sunday to Thursday for this Game. I don't. Could it have to do with ratings that you want to win Thursday? Look, football's going to rule the roost, yes. even though it is preseason. Now, mm-hmm. it won't do as you know, as big a number as opening week will when the Eagles take the field, but it's still a pretty damn cut in the ribbon for crying out loud. Um that might be it. I guess that might be my guess. That makes sense. Because the ceremonies themselves are the weekend, right? Yeah. The enshrinement is coming up this weekend. Of course, Terrell Owens won't be a part of it, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, all the other Hall of Fame inductees will be. Did you see any yesterday of the Major League Baseball ceremonies? I didn't watch a spin of it. I watched your twins, then I watched the Giants and the Brew Crew, and then last night, um, of course, Cubs and Cardinals got underway late. It did. Eight twenty-five, I think. Eight twenty-three. Better for me, worse for you. Yeah, it just worked out okay. Yeah, it, the game moved around really well. Kyle Hendricks was really bad early, but then looked like the professor again. And they're obviously going to need that. They, oh my! They need him. What's What's a perfect scenario for the rotation? Well, it's it's lefty, righty, lefty, mm-hmm. and now they've got another. They've got two other lefties. That's a, think about that. Four of their starting pitchers, assuming Darvish doesn't get back, and at this point, we can't assume he's going to. Let's let's cross him off for this conversation. So let, we, are we talking playoffs here? Playoffs. Now? Okay, and they're set- well, everybody's on regular rest. You didn't have to play in the wild card game, yep. so you didn't have to pitch Lester. It's a division series against the Brewers. It's 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 Lester Hendricks, uh, Cole Hamels, I would think. And then Quintana in game four? Well, I don't trust Quintana. Chatwood. He's, uh, well, in, the he's in the bullpen now, which is the right move. Um, yeah, Quintana. Quintana. Yep. And you're hoping Darvish can come back and take that spot? Mm, yeah. I, I, what are Quintana kind of intrigues me if it gets to that point. He was point. awful on, what, what night was it? Saturday afternoon? Saturday afternoon. Saturday is afternoon. That what it was? Yeah. If, Threw 50 something pitches in the first inning, it was six zip. If he pushes, if he's pushed out and he's your number five guy at that point, and Darvish is back, do you think he could be a guy that can come in and get a tough lefty out out of the pen? Boy, or is it just, or is it so different from being a starter, going through your routine? Right, because he's always been a starter. It's not right. like you're a Mike Montgomery or one of mm. these guys, Eddie Butler, who's now wearing a Ranger uniform, etc. That's Boy, I don't know. Look at the bullpen of the Cubs is a strength. It is. So you probably don't even I don't think you do. really need that. You don't. And especially if Dunsing, you know. I'm talking about coming in. All right, we're in the top of the sixth inning, and they got two on two out. Here comes a lefty. 
probably just go to Dunsing there, right? Because mm-hmm. my yeah, uh, I, I would think so. Yeah. Um, look, Montgomery's going to be out of the bullpen for you yeah, before you yeah. know it because he's he's going to lose his starting gig, I would assume. So, um, yeah, interesting. And then we're going to wrap things up today, one thirty-five, with Chris Level, who is all things Texas Tech. We're going to do some Big 12 conversation. I want to pick his brain. He's a really, really knowledgeable. Well, here's who he is, just to give you an indicator. Iowa State fans, will, I think this will uh, give them a little bit of um, clarity into who, who we're having on at 130. So Chris Level is essentially, during football season, he's Ben Bruns. Sideline guy. Sideline guy. However, he's also the Red River, the Rivals Texas Tech site publisher. Mm-hmm. He does afternoon drive in Lubbock from wow. three to six. In basketball season, he becomes Eric Heft. Okay, he's there. He's the color analyst for Texas Tech basketball. So he's going to be here at one thirty. I look forward to talking to him. We've had him on before. He's a really yeah. good guy. Yeah. Really he good guy. Knows the Big Twelve. Yes, well. absolutely. And Come to for for decades. We'll we'll talk more than just Texas Tech. We're not just going to completely no, break down not. the Red Raiders. Right. But that that's a team that everybody is. That's a win. For Iowa State, yeah. After what's happened the last two years, that's a win. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. We'll we'll see if Chris can help us out, at least learn a little bit more mm-hmm. what this team's going to look like. Speaking of Eric Heft, did mm. you see the picture? Uh, they have the Iowa State basketball alumni events coming up, I believe, this upcoming it's, weekend. It's right away here, I think. And there were some pictures of some no. older guys, including Eric Heft with a beautiful mop. Oh, that hair now was flowing. If it's the same one, I, where did you see it? I, I don't remember if it was a Cyclone basketball Twitter account or if it was something. Because I think I've account. seen the picture you're referring to within the last year, and I thought the same thing from his playing days up in Iowa State. Um, now nah, he's a good man, Eric. Heft. Yes, he I, is. Uh, so, so when you, you is this? Did it have something to do with the guys that are coming back to this I event? Think that's what it was. Yeah, and they showed him in their playing days. Yes, yeah. There was I don't know four, five, six. Different... So is Heft is is Heft joining a team in this event? No, no, it's it's not. I was going like to say that. they're just getting together and enjoying a little fellowship and mm-hmm. telling stories. Because I saw I saw a uh, a poster or whatever on Twitter that that had some of the guys like Sullivan's coming back and Stinson's going to be there. Niang's in town, I believe, for a golf event this weekend, so it would make sense that he would be there and sticking around for that. Um, no, you'll have to find that for me. I'm anxious to see it. Ah, uh, here, is, this is one of them. Which one is that? All right, now is that's it, the one I've seen. I, yes, and and who are the guys in that one? This is Andrew Parker, Herkel Ivy. Wow, Ivy. Victor Alexander. There's a good one. Mm-hmm. Julius Mikalik, mm-hmm. Jake Sullivan, Curtis Stinson, and George Niang is that one. But there was another one that had Hefty on it. Oh, here it is. Oh, and look at this. Look at so this, dude. Don't, don't show me which one it is from okay. the distance. Um, let me put my glasses on so I can see. And these are all guys going way back? Yeah. No, that's Monte Morris on the right. Right, but that, that just different guys from different eras. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, see, I, I, see, uh, I see Stinson. I see Hornacek. That's got to be half third from the left. It is. Because I recognize Gary Thompson. I don't know who's who's beside Gary Thompson. Uh, Marvin Straw. Don't know him. Don't know the name. Ron Bayless also on this one and Will Blaylock. I'm a, I'm going to retweet this. So for, for people that haven't seen it, you got to take a look at Eric Heff's hair. This thing is beautiful. Wow, that is a mop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good for him. Well, Eric uh, will be joining us. He joins us every couple of weeks as uh, we move to football season. So that's the guest list. You're up to date on that. Uh, Weekend wise, let's talk real quick. Um, now, what is this over here? You've got a microphone that's all in pieces. Did a uh, did it, a foul ball do that? Well, it, it wasn't anger as Valley blew a four to one lead in the seventh inning Friday night. Though it did happen. So the broadcaster angry is that what you're talking? Well, about? you know, I, I'm always labeled a, a Valley homer. That's why I brought it up. And uh, no, that wasn't the case. Yeah, so middle of the game, probably fourth, fifth inning. This something is for like you. That. So this is the semifinals. This is the semifinals on Friday night. The late game, Valley Cedar Rapids, Washington, and uh, doing the game with Gary Steenblock, who's helped me out. We have the fun uh, back and forth, Dowling Valley, uh, back and forth that we have together. And all of a sudden, foul ball, lookout. Like, I mean, you see it, and you don't know how to react because it it was humming. It wasn't a lazy. It was fouled straight back, and we're in the visitor's booth, a radio booth. So they hooked us up there. And the windows were open. Windows are open. Beautiful night. And this thing's coming. And... What do you do? Do you duck out of the way? Do you try to barehand it? it, it our lights are off, so it's dark as the ball starts to get closer. I duck. <laughs> I duck, and it comes and just a big thud. And ball, and I see it just floating above me. Grab it off the deflection. I go, what did that hit? And we look out of the booth, and sure enough, dangling. Was the microphone? So did that hit? Did that go down to the stands below, the seats below? It exploded. That could have killed somebody. The pieces came down. So just the the top microphone, which is heavy itself, the top microphone part there, that came Trent, off. Trent, this is how many pounds is this? Three? Yeah, yeah. And that would have fallen how many feet? Fifty? Forty? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Came down. Two pieces came oh off of there. Didn't hit anybody. Somebody down below. Took, uh, brought it back up to us. Thank you to them. But, uh, yeah, obviously. The... I bet there's a new policy introduced after. The... <laughs> Honest to God. Yeah. I mean, this could have hurt somebody, dude. I'm not trying to be over the top here. Yes. And Friday, uh, Saturday then, another fall ball went into but did you did, did they did you set up another no, crowd no. mic outside? Or and no? luckily for me, our, our unit that we connect to the radio station, the Comrex, that didn't get hit because that would have been yeah, knocked you off the air, costly, sure. and knocked us off the air. So uh, Saturday, as I was setting up, I made sure to put it directly behind the pillar in between the the two windows, so that mm. wouldn't get knocked. But so if you're trying never to, had that before, no, I guess not. I don't think you'll have it again no. because I don't think they'll allow that anymore. So if you're trying to visualize what we're talking about, think of a microphone you see in any interview, mm-hmm. and the actual piece right where you that you speak into. That's a that's a. It's way heavier than a golf ball tray. Oh, yes, yes. And it's bigger than a golf ball. Not significantly bigger, but Probably a little the bit. the weight of a baseball? Yeah, weight of a baseball, size of a golf ball, a little bit bigger than a golf ball. Falling 50 feet. Yes. That's going to leave Mark. That's going to do some damage. I was getting texts from people that, hey, was that your equipment falling out of the window? I said, yep. And I reached out with the foul ball, showed it to the crowd. We got a nice uh, applause. Did too. you give the ball away or did you take it home? No, that, that stayed with me. <laughs> I, how often am I going to get a foul ball? Calling baseball. It is incredibly rare. Yeah, probably so. So uh, a great time, though, and congratulations, Urbandale. What, Valley, what would the Valley Urbandale, should it, had it have happened yes. and it didn't, would that have been a better championship game? I think so. Uh, Valley, just because they know them better, Valley's really good at extending at bats. They would have made, on Saturday night, Luke Llewellyn, who was a starter, probably work a little bit more. 
Llewellyn was outstanding, though. Mm-hmm. He he certainly was a player of the game, the way that he came in and shut down that Washington team that beat Johnston, beat Valley. But I still go back to Friday night. Never seen this as took a foul ball. Also have never seen up 4-1 to one, going to the seventh. You give up four runs on zero hits, zero errors. Mm-hmm. It's unthinkable. Yeah, that is. But your pitchers can't find the strike zone. Right. That's the now, way what was away. the game that ended by the uh, interference call at second base? That was, was that a championship game or a semi? That was a semifinal for Waverly Shellrock, who beat Carlisle in the opening round. Okay. They went down. Umpire said cleats were up. It's a right call, Trent. I saw it on Twitter. I liked the call. I mean, you hate that it ended that way. It's a, it's a judgment call. The kid, in my opinion, was trying to do some damage to the pivot guy. He was trying to break up a double play. I know, I, but baseball's changed, man. I mean, 10 years ago, I agree with you. In that spot, yeah. I, there has to be some flexibility. It's a kid seeing the season end. He wants to mm-hmm. go in there. I didn't think it was malicious. I didn't see it as... The slide was odd. That was the thing. He, he, he slid re- late. He, he was right on the bag when he slid. Right. Which is, to me, what as much as anything, which kind of made my thinking fall in the, the ump did the right thing. To end a, a, I know. It's a tough way to end like that, right? But uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it personally. Well, like in a perfect world, it wouldn't come down to an umpire making a decision like right. that, right? I, I guess that, you know, the last thing he wanted to do was – to be ultimately the guy that ended a team season. Well, we you know see a lot of ump shows. Yeah, we do. I'm um, every 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 single level. Yeah. Um, it, it always strikes me that you know the seniors who've seen their classmates graduate, been to the prom in April, they've marched up on a stage wherever their big event was in May. Now, finally, high school for them. Boom. It's just it's over. over. Over just like that. Right? I remember my last baseball game my senior year. We lost Poof. an extra innings to Denver and a walk-off. Yeah. Like and you're that, no longer like, a high school student. Nope. Where's the beer? <laughs> no, I, I never would have thought that. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. I wish Tristan Wirfs wouldn't have thought Ooh, that either. Yeah. Um, they're going to miss him, Trent. Yes, they are. For one game. One game. That was more than like, I mean... Less I thought it's student pol- or handbook, is it not? Don't they go by the policy that's in place? Well, and that's what we've seen for OWI in the past as uh-huh. one. But if they're – I don't think they're – I haven't heard anything. But well, He's on a motorcycle apparently with a couple of his moped. friends. Yeah. Moped, is that what it was? Yep. Um, Big guy in a moped. How's that thing move? Yeah, not very quick, I would think. But you're going against a Northern Illinois team that mm-hmm. can get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Sutton Smith. A strength. 14 sacks last year. Uh-huh. Another eight quarterback hurries. And now you're saying, come on down, Mark Hallenberger. Is it one of the Paulsons that bump out there? And Iowa in the past, do you see it's them? It's a problem that Ference didn't need to have yes. at this time of the year, or he, any coach for that matter. He's always t- seemingly tinkering in the pre in the non-conference, mm-hmm. finding that right combination. Well, now the tinkering is going to go even further, and you're tinkering going into Iowa State, and then you and I, and then Wisconsin's here before you know mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And not the spot you want to be. No, no doubt. Uh, we will take a time out. We'll come back. We will talk with Scott Dockerman of the Athletic Cubs fans. We'll get a scouting report on Cole Hamels from a guy who called every one of his games over the last couple of years. Dave Raymond, the voice of the Texas Rangers, 1245. Uh, Mitch Holtis is here at 110 for the first of his what will become daily segments throughout the month of August. Chris Level talking Big 12 uh, at one thirty, Trent and I until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're underway on a Monday on 1700 KBGG. 
Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Hey, golfers, Golf Headquarters 2900 University Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines, is having its annual July $500,000 liquidation sale. Golf Headquarters needs room for new fall merchandise. Titleist Pro V1 reloads $19.99 a dozen. Cleveland wedges $79.99 while they last. Odyssey Pro Putter on special for $99.99. Golf Headquarters golf clothing all on sale 20 to 60% off. Golf bags starting at $69.99. Callaway X Irons now $398. Golf Headquarters July blowout starts now in stock only. But Superlight Golf Shoe on closeout for $58. Ladies Adidas now $49.99. Precision Range Finder at $148. Lowest price ever. Taylor made golf balls only $14. Don't forget that Golf Headquarters does launch monitor club fitting and it's free with purchase. Check out their five-star Google fitting reviews. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Avenue Clock Tower Square. Half a million dollar July blowout starts now in stock only. Come early and get the best selection of closeout merchandise. Golf Headquarters July blowout starts now. Call 255-4433 for a fitting time. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. You can see all 55 on TexasSuperfood.com. All of the nutrients that we need on a daily basis. I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. I'm Dennis Black. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. 877-55-TEXAS. Most sports are played outside, so they should be enjoyed outside too. That's why Buffalo Wild Wings offers the sports patio. Sure, you can stay indoors with air-conditioned comfort and human-friendly light, but few things beat natural light, a cold drink in your hand, a delicious wing in your mouth, and athletes entertaining you on television. So order up some cocktails or beers and some of our signature shareables. Then watch all the games on our sports patio. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Patio availability varies. Please drink responsibly. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. 
At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I taking you until 2 o'clock. Cubs fans, 1245. We can do a scouting report on Cole Hamels with the voice of the Texas Rangers, Dave Raymond. Also get his take on uh, what's wrong with you, Darvish, as well as, of course, Darvish was a Ranger uh, this time last year. Let's get Scott Dockerman of The Athletic. He joins us. Doc, uh, Trent and Ken, good to talk to you. How are you, Scott Dockerman? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing well. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, as always, well, the uh, the Wurfs news on top of the uh, Reef news. Uh, training camp get here can't get here fast enough. I'm assuming for uh, Coach Ferentz and the crew, right? Yeah, it's uh, that's the frustrating part of summer. It usually happens a couple of times. Something you know what we've seen the last two weeks is something that usually happens. The problem is that. Uh, yeah, he's he's probably looking at it going, you know, too bad that camp didn't start early like last year because then you might have been able to prevent this last one. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, an, an unfortunate end to what had been kind of a positive summer for the Hawkeyes. We go through the cycle seemingly every time there's a rest or a couple of rests that happen uh, in a row. And one of the things that comes out is the targeting of athletes or or maybe more broadly targeting of students. Of the former, I don't believe that Iowa City Police are out there going after student-athletes. But the student body as a whole, I do agree with. Doc, you've been there. You work in Iowa City. You live in North Liberty. Am I off base? I haven't been in Iowa City as a student in almost 20 years. Do you still get the sense that 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 happens? Well, I mean, I guess that's uh, awfully general for, you know, a certain age group. I mean, let's look at it this way, that, who are the majority of people downtown doing uh, doing either illegal activities or activities involving alcohol? People of that age group, and a lot of times they they're not handling their alcohol well. Um, I certainly did not when I was there at their age group, and other people, you know. Whereas now, I think I handle it a little bit better. So I, I think you know there, there's 
when when you're a police officer and you're you're down there observing those things because there are fights, there are different things going on. You're sworn and protect to uh, uphold the law and, and enforce the law, and that's what they're doing. I mean, you know, I I don't have any tolerance for anybody who says that um, you know the police are targeting athletes when you're talking about an, a, you know a, a drunken driving arrest because that's something that needs to be enforced in every situation. And, and uh, so for somebody to say, oh, he's targeted because he was an athlete, I, I'm not buying that. Now, there are, you know, the, maybe there's some gray area with the Brady Reef situation, uh, but still, uh, <laughs> he was obviously drunk and he was in public. So I guess that's, uh, that's what he was arrested for. Yeah, he was trying to do the right thing in that, in that case. It was stupidity, I get that, but... At least he wasn't getting behind the wheel. I I would cut him some slack there. I'm not sure I would with uh, with the most recent uh, uh, with Werfs. Anyways, Doc, you're in the midst. Well, you're in the beginning because today is only uh, the quarterbacks. This is part two of a nine part position group series on Iowa football uh, that you are uh, bringing to the athletic wide receivers yesterday, quarterbacks today. Struck by Brady Quinn's comment. Look, he played the position, did so at a very high level. Um, that uh, he saw inconsistent. Consistency in Nate Stanley's game. First year as a starter, we know this time last year, nobody knew he was going to be the guy. Uh, fast forward a year, and we're thinking that he might be the guy this year, and that might be it as he perhaps explores an NFL career. Um, your thoughts on Brady Quinn's, I guess, criticism of uh, of Nate Stanley? Yeah, I think it was a pretty genuine comment. I think people kind of jumped to the inconsistency card, which you know, Brady Quinn certainly was at the NFL level. I've heard from a lot of people saying that and obviously knowing it. But, you know, I, I do think that, um, you know, he was complimentary, you know, and talked about, you know, at least in some regards, how he balled out at, you know, in different games. But, you know, I, I, he didn't say anything that wasn't accurate. I mean, he was very inconsistent at times. I mean, you know, you, you go from five touchdown performances against Iowa State and Ohio State to, you know, uh, missing the deep ball. And I think a lot of the people who are jumping all over Brady Quinn for him are, uh, you know, at the same time, they're the same people jumping all over uh, Nate Stanley for missing on some of those deep passes last year. So, you know, he was inconsistent. He was also very good at times. He's shown a lot of potential. He's got a great arm. Um, Brady Quinn mentioned that. So I I think, you know, he didn't say anything. You know, I thought that was out of line. No, nor did I. Nor did I. Yeah. So I I think that – you know, and Nate Stanley acknowledged it as well, you know, by talking about, you know, his fundamentals need to improve, and that's part of why he was, um, you know, inconsistent. Uh, that's why he overthrew, uh, you know, sometimes receivers, and he was late on some of his reads. So I think that's, uh, you know, that's kind of what we saw out of that, and I don't see anything negative on what Brady Quinn had to say about that. How much better do you think he can be? I mean, the, the upside... Are we talking about a ton of umtap potential here? All Big Ten, All American. How much more is there in your mind with Nate Stanley? It's hard to say where you know his accolades go up from there. I mean, I think for him, you know, it's kind of within the Iowa framework of the offense. Um, once he gets more comfortable at the line of scrimmage, you'll see more availability during audibles. I mean, last year they were very limited with audibles. You're, you'll be able to see him connect more with with different reads, you know, especially if he has time. So you probably will see him more, um, you know, being able to, uh, you know, have a little bit more quicker reads in, in his route uh, pass progression. So 
I think, you know, those numbers are, you know, you can't really put a gauge on, but I think if he can complete 60% of his passes, maintain similar numbers and, and touchdowns and interceptions, and maybe be able to stretch that to, you know, from 2,400 yards to close to 3,000, then I think he's got a chance to be, you know, a special elite quarterback in the Big Ten. The accolades are always different because, if, you know, because of the different offenses. You know, if, if a quarterback's in charge of some that's really fast twitch and fast pace, then a lot of times they, they, that produces more points and generally uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's, he's a better quarterback, but it means that, you know, he's, uh, you know, the, the, the 35 touchdown passes and 16 rushes or rushing touchdowns usually dwarf anything that somebody on a pro-style offense can do. Mm. He looked the part in Chicago, did he not, of a quarterback, yeah, I mean? Yeah, he. I think he really did. I think it's really a matter of him. Um, you know, he's felt more comfortable, more at ease. Last year at this time, he was just a he was a guy who just seemed very nervous around reporters, and and uh, I think that's a part of his growth and his comfort level. And you know, and it really translates into leadership when you have a guy who's been successful and and can kind of carry himself that way. And he finally did. You know, because I kind of wondered about him. You know, he didn't doesn't really talk too much. He doesn't really elaborate too much. How is he going to be in that setting for a whole hour? And I think he acquitted himself nicely. If Stanley goes down, it feels like I was going to be in trouble. I mean, that's the case for almost any other college team, but certainly the case here for Iowa. It is funny to me, though. Spencer Petras comes in, a lot of accolades coming in from California, a lot of excitement after he decommitted from Oregon State, went through spring football, yet... It seems like most everybody, fans, media, has already anointed him as the backup. Peyton Mansell's still on campus, right? Yeah, yeah, he's still on campus. I mean, he's been listed as the number two quarterback, and mm-hmm. Spencer Petrus came in. Every year it's exactly the same thing. The new quarterback on right. campus yep, is yep. favorite one. Yeah. So last year, Peyton Manziel, you know, in the summer before uh, training camp, uh, Kirk said, you know, hey, we'll give him a shot. I think everybody wanted Peyton Manziel to start, <laughs> you know, over at Nate Stanley. Yeah. The year before that, it was Nate Stanley. Hey, can he beat out C.J. Beathard? It's just, uh, you know, that, that's just the way people are. I think, you know, it's going to be a very good competition between the two of them in camp. It'll be really interesting with the new redshirt rule, what that, if that impacts it at all. Uh, and, uh, you know, or do they really just let them compete and continue to compete you know, through the fall and, and uh, you know, whether they need to replace State Stanley in a year or two years, um, you know, then they both get equal opportunity to do so at that time. Mm-hmm. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic is our guest. Doc, uh, was there, um, you know, as you look back over your notes from, from me, the two-day media days last Monday and Tuesday, was there a team on Iowa's schedule that you didn't think much of or maybe that you thought a lot of that after listening to whichever coach it was you're 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 finding yourself taking a, another look at this team because either you you know you maybe you didn't give them enough credit or maybe you gave them too much preseason cred that you want to look into any further with do, do you have a team you know it, it's kind of strange i guess i would probably go with nebraska it's the last game of the year which you know matters but um, you know, that's a team that's got some talent. You know, they've got a lot of deficiencies and holes, and I thought, you know, if they're the type of team that if they, Iowa played them in the first month of the year, it probably would be a decisive victory. But, you know, the way Scott Frost carried himself, so the confidence with which that he demonstrates and his players demonstrate in him, 
uh, with the talent that they had that they just never really put together, that if they move forward and get better as the year progresses and don't really suffer any major injuries, that they could be a formidable team come season's end. And and that's kind of a dangerous situation for Iowa because Iowa could be – you know, uh, Iowa could be competing for you know a high bowl, and it could be the difference between a you know nine and three year or eight and four, or vice versa. And so, I, I think that's probably the one team that you know I, I'm looking at again a little bit more closely that I thought you know might be terrible this year, and they have a tough schedule. But uh, you know, the potential for them to improve, I think you've got to be uh, guarded if you're Iowa. Let me ask you about James Franklin because that that's the that's the one that I came back from Chicago really scratching my head a little bit about it and maybe he's just you know downplaying his roster but but he, you you heard him doc he said he's got that that uh, since he's been there there's more question marks surrounding this team they love their offensive line obviously they love their quarterback but they lose their uh, Hamilton who caught a bunch of balls Gasecki the tight end is gone Barkley is gone they have no idea who their kicker is going to be and you know that that's going to be uh, an, an area that's needed um, in in a close game at some point during the year is Penn State maybe the team that you know, takes a a minor step back, assuming Franklin wasn't trying to just downplay and snow us a little bit? Yeah, I think there's some potential there. I mean, they, they do have the trigger guy in Tracy yes, Storley, so that's, that's going to be one thing. And the other thing is they do recruit, recruit at a high level, so at least you have good athletes on the field, and sometimes they can make up for deficiencies and experience. Uh, but that said, in that division, which has, you know, more high-caliber teams, than the West do, does, um, you could easily look at it and say they've got three losses in the East. Then they also play Wisconsin and Iowa. So you have some really difficult games right off the bat, and I think they've also played Pittsburgh, that, yeah, you could see this team going from 11-2 and two to 7-5 and five very quickly um, because simply they, they just play good teams that have the potential to beat them. Um, so I, I think that's a concern for him, obviously, and, you know, you lose Saquon Barkley, he's he's an all-world player, and you lose Deshaun Hamilton and Mike Gazeki, who, you know, athletically is, is close to Noah Fant in, in his athletic ability, and their line wasn't really good last year. He maybe likes it a little more this year, but um, if they had a better line, they would have had a, you know, Saquon Barkley might have won the Heisman decisively. So I think they've got some question marks, obviously, and, and it's not a stretch to think that they could go from being Again, you know, in the New Year's Six Bowls, challenging for the playoff to, uh, you know, playing, uh, you know, in the mid-tier bowls. Last thing for you, Scott Dockerman, joining us from The Athletic. Doc, a lot of attrition off the roster. A lot of guys, three of them because of injury, five others that have moved on. We've seen this in the past, and and down the road it's ended up hurting Iowa. Your takeaway with a, a big changeover in the roster here this summer? I think the biggest one, you know, you... Some of it you just kind of, it's part of football. You, you know, you kind of hope, I guess, if you will, that it's more the lower levels. You know, guys, you know, Cam Harrell, for instance, you know, was a, you know, not necessarily a heralded recruit. They tried him at three different positions. He just wasn't going to be able to, um, you know, see any action at wide receiver, defensive back. Tried him at running back in the spring and, and just, you know, wasn't above the fourth spot. And, uh, you know, now they've got two other guys coming in, so he's going to bring six or seven, so it makes sense for him to go. And I think there's some other ones that, 
you know, are kind of in that same boat. But Manny Rugamba, you know, he started 12 games. That one hurts um, in experience early. Uh, but later on, I think they have enough talent there that he might have been bypassed in the, in the summer anyway and certainly in the fall. Uh, so I'm not real concerned with their real, their level of uh, attrition at right now. Uh, wide receiver, you know, the last few years has been really high, uh, but this year it's not as much. And then, and then of course, going into uh, um, a couple of, uh, you know, uh, years ago, running back was a bad situation. So I, I don't think it's, it's at a concern point yet, but I think if you get a few more than it could be. If you haven't already done so, what are you waiting for? The Athletic, whether you're a fan of Iowa or any any sports team, uh, you're going to find it at The Athletic. It is the future of sports writing, and we're glad Scott Dockerman is there. Scott, thanks for coming on, Doc. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. Good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman giving us a few minutes. Again, you can read his stuff at The Athletic. It's what? Three bucks a month? Yeah, you can get it even cheaper sometimes, two fifty, something. How did like I that? end up getting roped in for four ninety nine? And I don't care. I You're mean it's so wealthy. Right? I couldn't save that buck a month somewhere. I couldn't find the code word. That's one less chicken wing when you do your chicken wing one night. Last, no, You'll be all right. I think I will be. We'll come back. We're going to talk about the Chicago Cubs and their newest pitcher, Cole Hamels, with the guy who called every one of his games for the last couple of years, Dave Raymond, the voice of the Texas Rangers, joins us next. What are the Cubs getting? What can they expect? What's gone right? What's gone wrong? Find out next. Trent and I till 2, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit komengreateriowa.org slash dmrace to get registered today. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's makes it easy to save big on building materials to finish any job. Need doors? Right now you can save 10% on select interior doors and lock sets when you buy in bulk. Plus, save 5% on eligible purchases every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. Stop by or visit Lowe'sForPros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Credit offer subject to credit approval can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. 
Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Only got seven or eight minutes, so let's get right to it. Dave Raymond, the uh, television voice of the Texas Rangers. As I mentioned, he's called all Cole Hamill's games over the last couple of years. You Darvish last year as well. Unfortunately, the team that he... Uh, employs him as not having the best of years. But look at Houston and Seattle and Oakland. Tough division, the American League West. Dave Raymond joins us for a few minutes. Good to catch up with you, Dave. How are you? 
I'm good, Kenny. Always good to catch up with you as well. Uh, Well, tell us, Cole Hamels is going to start Wednesday night as the uh, Cubs will see him in a Cubs uniform, at least on the field. He was in the dugout last night at Bush Stadium. But uh, what kind of year has Hamels had? And um, what what are the Cubs, what what can Cubs fans, I guess, expect out of the lefty? I think you have to look at this acquisition as, you know, you have to take out the recent starts for him. July has been awful. Um, he, he just hasn't been good at all. But you have to look at the body of work for him and his history in pitching big games and postseason games. I mean, talking about the, a World Series MVP back in 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, several years ago when the, when the Rangers acquired him from Philadelphia, at the, at the time they weren't really thinking about making a run in that 2015 season. But because of the way Hamels pitched down the stretch, uh, and then, indeed, in the final game of the year, and uh, basically winner-take-all with the Angels, in which he went the distance, gave up two runs in the first inning, uh, clamped it down, went the distance on the final day of the season to get the Rangers into the postseason. I mean, that's the kind of guy he is. He is a competitor. He knows how to win. He knows how to work around those days when he does not have his best stuff, and in part because he's had a little more practice recently doing just that. It has not been... Uh, a good run for him lately. The, the velocity, of course, down from where it used to be. You're talking about a guy now 34 years old. So the velocity's down a little bit. Uh, the stuff is still there. But I think, you know, anytime you get a veteran guy, you really think about what he can contribute in terms of makeup, uh, maybe some impact he can have on younger players in the rotation or the bullpen. And I think Cole Hamels will provide some value to the Cubs down the stretch. Well, you couple that with, where he pitches, and uh, Ken brought this up right as we were in break there, leading the Rangers in ERA. Not an easy place to pitch uh, the ballpark in Arlington. No, and in fact, I think if you go look at the, the park factors as tracked by a number of different uh, you know services out there, it's playing as, if not the most difficult place to pitch in baseball, the top two. Now, He's going to a place that sometimes can be a bit of a challenge as well, depending on which way the wind blows there, mm-hmm. Wrigley. But uh, there's no doubt. And, and if you look at his splits home and road, his home numbers are horrible. But his road numbers are quite good. So that would indicate to some. And, again, I, I've had this conversation with a lot of people in you know, the last couple of weeks. Depending on what you feel like you're seeing in Cole Hamels as an evaluator and what you want to see, right, that can really color the way you look at the numbers and the way you try to interpret them. But if, if the point is that you think he can help you and you want to look at it from the standpoint of, like, well, why is there, what is a good argument for that? Well, you would look at a home-road split because at home, as I mentioned, uh, the numbers may be as bad as any in baseball. We're talking about a, a 641 ERA. But on the road, he's sub-3. And we're talking about basically an equal split in terms of innings. He's a 293 on the road. So the numbers are a lot different. He gives up. Uh, appreciably more home runs at home than he does on the road, more than double at home than he did on the road. So I think there might be something there. He just didn't, you know, didn't mesh for him real well uh, this season there and, and didn't play to his strengths perhaps. So that's the other thing. A little change of scenery sometimes can really 
uh, fire a guy up and, and get him going back in the right direction. Mm. Voice of the uh, Texas Rangers uh, is our guest, Dave Raymond, uh, joining us on the Dr. Stephen Fuller hotline. Well, a year ago, Dave, uh, it was you, Darvish, who was leaving town and getting out of Texas. And, and really, with the exception of maybe you know some starts early last year after he left the team, hasn't gone well since. Has the, I guess, the downfall of you, Darvish's career taken uh, surprised you? Well, it definitely surprises me that he hasn't pitched a little bit better. Um, you know, again, you, you know, if you want to look at some of the evidence and the details, it would have give one pause. The, the Tommy John surgery is not one to be you know quibbled with. He, he recovered from Tommy John, came back to pitch uh, with the Rangers last year. Um, you know, and, and in '16 as well, and was decent, right? I mean, I think in those two years with the Rangers was 13 and 14, but you know, made a lot of starts, pitched pretty well, put himself and the team in a position to win some ball games. Last year with the Dodgers, he was okay. Right? I mean, made nine starts with them, had a winning record. Uh, the numbers were okay. The postseason was brutal. But the strikeouts were great. Um, you know, he wasn't walking many guys. I think, I think the Dodgers saw a guy that legitimately helped him down the stretch, just did not perform in the postseason. And this year with the Cubs, I think that elbow's, you know, probably – Part of the problem they had in those, those starts that he did make this year before finally succumbing to the disabled list. And I, I thought I read something recently where the Cubs are really not optimistic that he would come back and be a real contributor this season. He may come back, but, but maybe not at that high level they were hoping for this year. I, I, so obviously, to me, they have some concern that whatever's going on in that elbow is not quite right and may take a little more time to get better. So, um, it, look, he's still 31 years old, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of power in that arm, a lot of know-how. He is an elite pitcher when he is on, and it's just a shame that the Cubs haven't seen that yet. But uh, And it may not come this year. They may not need him this year to be that guy, but they've got him going forward. And, you know, you, you guys, you throw somebody like Cole Hamels in the mix as well. I mean, they're stacking up some guys to go with – already plenty of talent there in Chicago. So I think they have enough to get to where they need to go anyway, but whether or not they do get Darvish back at full strength. Mm, you got 20 seconds left. You just saw Houston this weekend, seen a bunch this year. Can they repeat, Dave, 15 seconds? They can, but I'm not, I really am not in love with what I'm seeing from the Houston Astros. And I think part of that is that they were not, again, at full strength uh, this last week. And, you know, Altuve went to the disabled list. Correa's been there. Yep. Really, Springer, the only big-time bat they had in that lineup. Uh, I mean, I guess you could, throw, you could throw Gattis in there as well. But, no, they're okay. They're good. They've got a great starting rotation. But I'm not sure that I'm feeling it this year with the Astros. Great stuff, Dave Raymond. Thank you for giving us a few minutes. Appreciate it. You bet. Always a pleasure, Ken. Trent, appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Dave Raymond, formerly the Iowa Cubs and the Houston Astros, now applying his trade with the Texas Rangers. We will come back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Six Northwest Urbandale Drive. Pour one more beer for me. Exile needs quality. So savagely. Best beer in all the land. Brewed with a loving hand. From bottle, keg, or can. Exile Brewing. E-X-I-L-E. For me. E-X-I-L-E. Let's drink. Crack open a Ruthie today. Enjoy your Rocky, what did you do to my sneakers? Shop 25% off select Nike and Adidas shoes and apparel at JCPenney. Yeah, dog. Oh, no, my pillows. Rocky, you ruined my pillows. Or take an extra 20% off select items store-wide with your JCPenney credit card and coupon. Now that's a good deal. Okay, guess I have to go shopping again. Good dog, Rocky. <laughs> Hurry in and kick up your style for less. JCPenney, style and value for all. Offers valid through 8-1. Credit offer subject to credit approval. Nike, Adidas, and other exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat. The buying toner for the copy machine hat. The sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it 